Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Yeah. That's right. I need you to turn your speakers up now. Let's go. Passing the music to movies all in the above. It's all good. We got it. Everybody, we are back to another exciting hour of Infinite Love Talk Radio. We missed you guys last week. You know where we're at. We're right here on Blog Talk, our most favorite place to hang out. That's right, y'all. And you know you can join us live by calling 347-215-8305 or by going to our chat room at any time throughout the entire show. That's right. And today we are discussing our new book. That's right, everybody. It's titled Love Ponds. That is my husband's ingenious idea. He came up with it, and I'm just happy to be a part of it and being able to share in this. This is his second book, so I'm so impressed. I mean, I'm very, very um, happy that we are an author family. You know, um, we don't just have books out. Our kids do as well. Um, but I wanted to tell you guys that it's a variety love romance, and romance guide for couples. It will be released this Valentine's Day, 2010. And, you know, basically, if you're in love, you're in a relationship, or you're just looking for love, love pawns are for you. We share in our book surefire ways to reignite the fire in your relationship and keep it burning. We are often asked by couples around the country, you know, what is our secret to having a long-lasting good marriage? And we always tell them it comes from respecting each other, in each other's feelings, it comes from communication, it comes from the fact that we put each other first, and we have honesty and true commitment in our marriage and in our relationship. And so in our new book, Love Ponds, we show couples how to enjoy being romantic and have fun and, you know, do things in fun, exciting ways, as well as we offer suggestions on ways to enhance their relationships. We don't hold back in the intimacy department either, you guys. So you got to check out the book. It is a must-read for any and all people looking to have a better relationship. Why? Thank you, baby, for all the compliments. But I'll say this: Why? Let's let's do this. Let's uh, let's share a couple of secrets, maybe a few secrets. Let's give a couple away from the book. What do you think? Um, I think that'll be good. That'll be exciting. You guys ready for this? We're going to share a couple things from our new book, Love Ponds, with you guys. But we're only going to give you a couple. So I think um, here's the suggestion that we give in our book. Get a couple's massage. Um, That's a very, very intimate and sexy way to spend some romantic time together. You know, of course, you can pick your masseuses, which could be two ladies or two guys or a guy and a girl, whoever. And you basically go and um, you can be modest and wear a bathing suit or whatever. But the fact that you're getting to get your massage is done at the same time and the, the beds are usually right next to each other so you can be right there with your mate and you can, you know, stare at each other or look in each other's eyes while you get your couple's massage, which is a very relaxing way to spend an evening. No question, a little eye conversation is <laughs> always good. What about this one, baby? Write each other simple little love letters and place them in fun spots like, for say, under the pillow or in your mate's closet, something like that. What do you think about that, baby? I think that would be fantastic. These are these are just little hints and tips, little secrets we're sharing in our book. Here's a that that one would be great, babe. Here's another one. Well, how about going on a double date? Now this might be one of those. <laughs> yes, I agree. This is one yeah. of those unforgotten things. You know, people yeah. kind of forget about this one. But this is something that you can really have fun going on a double date. One of your favorite uh, other couples that you are friends with. You there's so many places that you can go. We don't want to give it away, but a double date is a fantastic way to spend the evening, especially with that loved one. 
Oh, wow, babe. You were not kidding. We only gave a few away. We only gave a few away. Um, you can always make your relationship as good as you choose. It's up to you. Remember that. And for more on Love Ponds, you definitely got to go to infinitelovepublishing.com so you can see it. Um, it's going to be available at Barnes & Noble, Borders, everywhere books are sold. It's also on Amazon. So if you go to Amazon right now and you click on books, you can put in Love Ponds and you can get more information on the book. It will be out February 14th. So currently, you can pre-order on Amazon. So everybody listening, go there, order the book. It's only $12.95. You're going to get invaluable information. It is a lot of fun. We put our heart and soul into this. It's our best book yet to this point. We love it. We love all our books, but this one is very, very special because we're actually giving you something viable that you can give to your mate or a future person that you may like and you want to tell them you like them. It's also for people you don't have to be in a relationship. You can give somebody you just happen to you know have a little thing for. You can give them a love pawn as well, right, babe? That is totally correct. And for everybody, when you say love ponds, I know you're thinking love, but how do you spell that? Well, look, it's love plus coupons equal love ponds, L-U-V-P-O-N-S. Look it up on the web. Like my wife said, infinitelovepublishing.com. Love ponds is the book. I'm telling you, you guys are going to love it. You are going to love it. And, you know, we're we're just now getting started. we got an exciting show planned for you guys today. We missed you last week, as we said. And the show's premise and what it's about is our new book, Love Ponds. But, you know, whenever you're talking about relationships and love and intimacy and marriage and all of those good things, especially, in you know, in a time like this when there's a recession, there's a lot of negative things out there in the media and the press, and, you know, it's just a lot going on. It's really a fresh and... and um, it's, it's welcome news to hear that, you know, couples are making it, couples are doing things. Um, they said that Beyonce is now, this is just a little bit of a tidbit on a relationship that everyone probably pretty much nationwide has been listening to about her and Jay-Z are going to start a family. It's good to hear that kind of news. It's really, you know, uplifting. Don't you think, honey, in these times that just listening about other couples, especially couples that, you know, considered celebrities, when they're doing something and showing that you can have a positive, strong you know, solid relationship even when they do what they do. No question, because I can imagine with all of those show dates, travel, rehearsals, mm-hmm. all those different things, uh, planning That's a family, right. being together, being strong, it is, it is a fabulous thing, not only for us as other couples to see, mm-hmm. but for children, for everybody to see, because it just spawns inside of people the fact that, you know what, these are hard times, things are going on, but, you know, this is something that can really be done, and it's powerful for everybody involved. And that's right, babe, and that's why they should pick up Love Ponds. And we're going to send it to their publicists <laughs> or their representatives because it's another way for them to find innovative ideas. Not that we're trying to tell Beyonce and Jay-Z how to do their thing. We're just suggesting some fun ideas that we happen to love. we got some good stuff in that book. It's some, it's some surprises in there, too. So remember to pick that up. We're going to jump right on down into our next segment, which um, everybody knows we love talking about beauty, fashion, lifestyle, and we do it on a regular. And, um, the old saying is that beauty is only skin deep, and you know what? It's old. That's right. We feel beauty is through and through. Beauty is definitely something that's through and through, and inner beauty is even more sexy. This week in Beauty, Fashion, and Lifestyle Tips, we have for you layer dressing. It's a hot fashion move, you guys. Just be sure it's good fabric, though, so it feels great against your skin. Um, but layer dressing, my husband does that, and I always I always admire the way he's able to do that. I try and coffee. I'm going to just keep it real. And sometimes I buy the T-shirts, and my T-shirts are a little too snug, and so I put them on, and I feel like I can't breathe, and it's like, oh, God, and I have to hurry up and take them off and put on something else, and I'm like, dang, I can't get this layer dressing thing down, but I figured it out. My da- Our daughter told me that what I have to do is buy the T-shirts a size too big, so the long sleeve um, T-shirt. I'll buy bigger, and then the one that goes over it, I'll buy bigger, so it has that loose feel. But my husband's, the strange thing is, his is tighter, but they fit, and they still look comfortable. So I, I have to, like, really study the science of how he does it. But I think it's because he's in shape, and he doesn't have boobs, of course, and we do, girls. And so that just really makes the shirt just grab in all kind of areas that just make you feel like you got on a straight jacket or something. So, But I'm telling you, layer dressing is very sexy if you know what you're doing and if you pick a great fabric that feels good against your skin. Yes, uh, the male boob thing. I, uh, yes, <laughs> yes. And, and also it keeps you warm. That's what layer dressing really does, everybody. But for, for today, I have, of course, the winter wonderland with all the storms out here, east coast, west coast, and <laughs> Everywhere in between, you know what? Skin has to be good, everybody. Oh, yeah. Go out, get 
the slopes, the powder must be nice. And if you don't like skiing, go tubing or just go up and enjoy a little bit of the powder in the snow. It's got to be wonderful winter wonderland. Check out the slopes, everybody. Oh, most definitely, you guys. And then we're going to jump right on down into the next one. For the ladies and the gentlemen, cardigan sweaters, they are hot. They offer just the right sexy little preppy look, but also a professional finish and touch to any outfit. You can throw it on over jeans. You can throw it on with dressy clothes. You can put it on over a dress, ladies. Guys, you, you make sure you get the guy cardigans, I'm sure. And they got all different styles, cashmere, smile to my favorite, but they have the Letterman-style sweater cardigans, all the different ones, and it's just a real cool look. Um, a lot of uh, models wear them, and they just look really cool. So you can put it together however you want, but that's a hot accessory to have, especially now with the weather getting ready to change. I would like one. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, <laughs> all right, everybody. Also, cruises, inexpensive but all-inclusive. Lots of fun and entertainment. A cruise is the way to go. And you look at what I've given you. I've given you skiing and cruises, so you know we must have been going hard, and I'm looking for a break, everybody. Check out cruises <laughs> is what's happening. Oh, most definitely, you guys. You heard that cruise. This is a lot of fun. You can get all-inclusive. You can get all-you-can-eat, stuff like that. So all you do is pay one price. But know that when you get on there, make sure you have some change because they got so many goodies on there, too, that you're going to want to buy. We've taken a couple ourselves, and they're a lot of fun. Um, next is Oil Volet. And, yes, anybody, and I'm just going to keep it short for you guys. I had this whole spill I was going to give you, but I'm just going to tell you it can go on any adult skin, and you want to put a couple of drops of water so you squirt a little bit of the oil of Olay Fluid Moisturizer. It's the original, and it's pink, and it smells really fresh and good. It's very lightweight. You put a little dab in your hand about the size of a half of a penny, and then you put a couple drops of water, and you just put it on your face, and it feels like silk, and you cannot believe it. It keeps it very, very moist and just smooth, and it also helps with people not getting dry skin because here's a little tip. If you get If your skin dries out a lot, you will end up having wrinkles at an earlier age than normal, and you want to avoid that because, you know, plastic surgery sometimes and I'm not going to say I knock anybody that's gotten it, but that's really not always a good choice for everybody. So make sure if you um, if you can, try it out. I'm not a doctor, so I'm not guaranteeing that you won't break out, but I don't think you will. It says um, hypoallergenic, and I've never broken out from it. Nobody that I know, and it's been around for 100 years or more, I believe, or, or maybe I'm exaggerating, maybe 50 years, but it has been around ever since my mom was a little kid, and she's older. So, okay, um, we would jump right on down into hot topics, you guys. Um, Wow, and, it's a lot. And you know what's up. The mm-hmm. world of and hot topics doesn't fail to disappoint this week. And these headlines that are making the news, baby, lead me off, please. Oh, my goodness. First and foremost, we want to talk about um, one of the, the most important things that's going on and what's in the news, and that's the Haiti um, earthquake and all the victims. And our hearts go out to them. I want to start this off with that. Um, more than 150,000 people are known dead in Haiti's capital, Port-au-Prince, Haiti. The confirmed death toll is devastating. Um, the earthquake has claimed many alive um, the metropolitan, in the metropolitan area alone of Port-au-Prince. The communications minister said Sunday with many more thousands dead around the country or still buried under the rubble. Um, to make a long story short, they decided yesterday that they were going to cease looking for any more. They was going to stop the recovery efforts. And I was a little disappointed to hear that because I thought it was rather soon. Right after they announced that, they pulled a 24-year-old boy from the rubble. He was in shock, but he was able to climb out. The, agility, the adulation of being alive, he climbed on out before they put him on the stretcher, and then he realized, oh, my God. And, you know, he luckily he wasn't dehydrated as he could have been, but he was in this tight little hole, and if you watch CNN, you would have saw it. It was amazing because they said anybody with claustrophobia would have died, but he had access to some food, and, and he said it was funny because this is the, the – um, the humorous part. He said he had access to drinks, to drink something to drink. So everyone thought, oh, what kind of water? Well, you have water and soda. He said he had beer. And guess what the beer was called? It was called Guinness. And when he said it, he laughed. And everyone knows that Guinness is supposed to be a really good beer to make people big and strong. So make sure that um, you guys, if you can, please donate to Haiti. Uh, there's so many different um, places to donate through. I personally suggest, we personally suggest here that you donate through the Red Cross. That's an organization that's been around forever. They're held accountable and everything's great. Or even through the Wyclef John um, Foundation uh, probably is a, is a great one too as well because he is the face of Haiti and he's done a lot of great things and he also addressed those rumors that were out on the uh, web and everywhere that there was something going on and you know it's just really great what he's doing uh, for the people of Haiti so our hearts and prayers go out to the Haitian people. No question about that baby. Well I have a 
10 to 12 point buck. Now, when wow. I say a buck, that is a deer. And for anybody wow. who doesn't know about deers, when you say 10 to 12 points, that means the points on the antlers. When you count them, they add up to that. And the more points you got, the bigger the buck gets. So this buck broke into an Illinois home. An Illinois man says it didn't take him long to decide not to mess with the uninvited antler guest he found in his kitchen. It took him about, you know what, he heard glass breaking, he heard hooves on the ground, and he says that he did not even, not even for a fraction of the second, think about going (laughs) in and messing with this buck that was downstairs. The animal was so spooked that it barreled through a closed window. It did that to get in, and it did that to get out. And when the animal does that, they said, do not mess with them. Please, please, please. And this man was smart. He went back upstairs with his wife, called authorities, and luckily the deer got out. They looked for it. They couldn't find it. So hopefully it's not injured. Oh, my God. That is just amazing. And I'm, like you said, that's good. He knew not to mess with him. <laughs> Next we have finding meaning, and it's a cause. Um, they, they're finding meaning in a cause in their son's death. It was a little boy, um, and he passed away. Um, his name was Nathan Key. And um, I'll tell you the story, how it goes um, verbatim. On a cold um, Friday afternoon, December 11, 2009, their lives was changed forever. The day started like any other. Um, they got their family up and each of their children off to school. The afternoon rolled around, and they waited, as they did every day, for their precious five-year-old son, Nathan Glenn Key, to hop off the bus and come home happily. Nathan Key was killed as he was getting off of his bus by a driver who decided to pass the stopped bus, but the, that day a driver decided to recklessly pass and ignore the school's bus flashing red lights and stop sign and drove around it. He hit and killed Nathan just a few feet from his house, just days before Christmas. The pain my husband and I, um, the pain her and her husband felt was unbelievable and unendurable. Their memories of him, she said, is very few. I would, she would give anything just to have him back in their life, even just for a moment. And this is not to depress anyone. This is more for everybody to hopefully take a, a moment to really think about how important it is to make sure that you're not speeding around buses and that you're, you know, if you see a neighbor's child that, you know, is getting on and off the bus, if you can just lend your time to ensure that they get home safely, that's just a really dangerous thing. Our kids personally never um, took school buses um, I made a promise with myself that I would always get them to school however I had to. If I had to drive them, walk them, ride the bus, have my mom do it, whoever, they just wouldn't do that. And, you know, some families, unfortunately, have to go that route. And if they do, just keep your kids safe. Our prayers go out to that family. And hopefully um, this law that they're working with, um, different uh, law-making uh, people, gets passed. No question about it. Sad story, baby. Well, Texas parents are up set by segregated gym class. That is right. Some parents in Stinton, Texas hit the roof when they found out their kids' gym class at Smith Middle School had been segregated. It's true. On January 19th, gym teacher Robert Mount separated his uh, students by their eye color. The brown-eyed students started the class with exercises while the kids with blue and green eyes took a break and watched them. The Dallas Morning News reports this upset a number of parents in the town of about 6,000 uh, people 20 miles northwest of Corpus Christi. At least half of the, a dozen of them called the superintendent and accused the teacher of discriminating against Hispanics, African Americans, and other students with dark eyes. Um, that was until the morning news got the call. Then they said he was reproducing a class exercise that made third grade teacher Jane Elliott of Riceville, uh, Iowa, famous in 1968, following the assassination of Martin Luther King Jr. Elliott segregated her classroom by eye color to teach the students the meaning of discrimination. The results startled even Elliott, with children quickly adopting racist attitudes. I've learned that discrimination and its effects are the same no matter where they are found, she said in the 2002 interview with PBS. I get the same results with this exercise in Berlin or the Netherlands, U.S., Australia, wherever I go. Some parents didn't appreciate the exercise coming to their children's middle school, but according to the morning news, the teachers uh, were encouraged to do these activities Tuesday to drive home the lessons of King's birthday. 
Now, Mount sent a letter to the parents explaining that the exercise, uh, I quote, at the conclusion of the warm-up activities, I explained the purpose of the separation of the students and gave a narrative about um, Dr. Martin Luther King and his importance in civil rights movement and the importance of civil rights movement in the life of today's youth. Then he added, at no time did the physical education department intend to punish anyone based on race or ethnicity. So he was trying to yeah. maybe drive home a point and, and do a little teaching, but uh, everybody kind of got up and on. He learning and if they are teaching that, that could be something that's good oh my goodness that right there i can kind of, yeah that's one of the ones that's a 50 50 where you're kind of sitting there thinking well it could be but then maybe not maybe he's doing a different innovative exciting way you know we we've been known to push the limits a little and you know i i personally would have to to argue that maybe you guys are reaching um, by saying that he's doing that, you know, because, yeah. I mean, sometimes, I mean, let's look at the different sports, for an example, and this is kind of off topic, but it's, it still rounds out to be the same. They say African Americans are the excellers in basketball, mm -hmm. whereas um, they say Caucasian is the excellers mostly in football or as quarterbacks because they feel that they're more um, intellectually capable. I don't know what they said, mm -hmm. but I'm just saying what the statistics out here are showing and what some of the reports have been, and they say, quote, unquote, experiments and that sort of thing. And then with soccer, you know, with all the different ones, so maybe he or she was trying to show them in that way. I, I don't really know, but I, I don't think it sounds like discrimination to me. Uh, you know, I, I look at that when I read the story, I just went, <laughs> wow. But at the same time, it, it's kind of showing them how childish it mm -hmm. is, like, I could separate you based on your eye color, how right. people uh, separate based on skin color and different things. There are so many different ways that you could say there is no Yeah, separation. what about the kids that had, like, contact lenses, <laughs> colored contacts, okay? I mean, we could just really just have fun with that whole thing. But we're going to take a quick break for a minute. We'll be right back at you guys. Hey, everybody, we just had to get reorganized right here. Again, today we was talking about Love Ponds, our new book. you got to go to infinitelovepublishing.com and find out more about it. You can go to Barnes & Noble. You can go to Bookmasters, um, their website, Atlas Books, who is our distributor. You can go so many different places. But it will be available and released to the public on February 14, 2010, so make sure you pick it up. If you're looking for love, you're in love, you're, in, you're married, whatever the situation, Love Ponds will be the book for you. And now we're going to jump right on down into love and romance. And we have something special for you this week. You guys know how we always share poetry with you when we go to this segment of our show. My husband's got something special, and he's going to share it with you right now. Now, babe, um, I got a little something for, uh, I would say, everybody out there. We, we're always talking about love. We're doing mm -hmm. different things. Yeah. And I'm going to go, I wasn't sure if I was going 60 seconds right off the bat, baby, so I was jumping around a little bit. What do you want from me? You, you, you want me to go 60 seconds? No, we're going to just, no, no, no. Okay, so I'll go, hello, God. Hello, God, I called tonight to talk a little while. I need a friend who will listen to my anxiety and trial. You see, I can't quite make it through the day just on my own. I need your love to guide me so I'll never feel alone. I want you to ask, I want you to ask, you please keep my family safe and sound. Come and fill their lives with confidence for wherever fate they're bound. Give me faith, dear God, to face each hour throughout the day and not to worry over things I can't change in any way. I thank you, God, for being home and listening to my call, for giving me such, a good, for giving me such good advice when I stumble and fall. Your number, God, is the only one that answers every time. I never get a busy signal, never had to pay a dime. So thank God for listening to my troubles and my sorrow. 
Good night, God. I love you too, and I will call again tomorrow. Do you guys see why he's such a beautiful person? Thank you, baby. And I wouldn't share him for nothing. No, I'm just playing. That was so beautiful. And um, we're in love and romance right now on Infinite Love Talk Radio, um, right here on Blog Talk, our most favorite place to hang out. You can dial in live. I see the call lines lighting up. You can jump in the conversation. Call 347-215-8305, and we can jump together and we can talk. And um, I got some questions, honey. You know, every week we share with you guys questions that the listeners send in. And this week we have one for Doug and Jackie. And it is, Doug and Jackie, are you still in love after so much time together and how do you keep it hot? (laughs) I would have to say I definitely am in love with my husband after so much time. And, you know, I want everybody out there to know that in um, long-standing relationships, sometimes things can go up and down. And we share that in our book, Love Pond. But you always know that this is your soulmate. You always know this is, you know, your best friend. You you just, you admire and love them. They radiate with you even when you're not sitting there next to each other. Or, you know, when I go to sleep at night, the best part of the, the evening for me going to sleep is that I can cuddle up with my husband. I can you know, see him. Sometimes I just watch him while he sleeps, and I'm just like, so thank you, God, for blessing me with this person. And even when he makes me mad, like, or I make him mad, you still love that person. So, yes, and we keep it hot by being into each other, um, sharing each other's goals, um, sharing common interests. Um, I keep myself trying to look good. You know, i got a big butt and everything. I try to do squats. <laughs> I try to do squats when I remember my husband is fine as hell. Everybody knows that. And um, he's in shape. He he doesn't play around. He eats healthy. So many different reasons that I could say that I'm very much into him. The attraction remains strong. And it's all about being soulmates, and that's how we keep it hot, honey. I I tell you guys, (laughs) you you go get the book because you're going to see so many different things. My (laughs) wife covered a whole bunch of them, and some of them I can't even so check out the book and you're going to, those questions will be answered. And guess what? It's going to spark a bunch more questions and you're going to call in and you guys are going to That's ask right. us. And then we're going to answer those ones too. Oh, most definitely. And then we got another one. Doug, this one doesn't have anything to do with love and romance, but I know you answer questions personally in this segment. Can you please tell me if I'm an aspiring basketball player? I'm a senior in high school in North Carolina, and I keep being watched by scouts, and I want to know, coming from a professional such as yourself who respects and loves his wife and family, I have a girlfriend I've been with since ninth grade. I want to marry her, but my parents and her parents think we're too young, but I don't want to go to the NBA and get caught up. How do you suggest I avoid all those trials and tribulations and show my girl she's my queen as Jackie is yours? Wow, that just sounds like <laughs> it sounds like that person wow. has a, a really good oh my God. first and foremost. But uh, but before you even think about the NBA and all that stuff, you got mm-hmm. the not the issue, but the the lucky happy issue of having somebody in your life that you've been with for quite some time, and I would say more than anything, yes, you want to get married, but that isn't something that you need to focus on right now. Obviously, you guys are still in high school, education and everything. you got your parents. They're giving you guys good advice because that isn't something that you just want to jump into right away. I know you're probably not thinking that that's what it is <laughs> because you guys have been together so long, but enjoy each other, love each other, listen to your parents first and foremost. I will say that. And then when it comes to jumping forward into the MBA, if you have your wife, and you love your wife and you are dedicated to your wife and at the same time it sounds respect the game of basketball you have so much And you guys, we're having some technical difficulties. Oh, my goodness. But guess what? You heard what he had to say. Thank you for your question. It was fantastic. And we're going to jump right on down into the next question. This one is posed to myself, and it states, Jackie, I would like to know I'm getting ready to marry a professional NBA basketball player, and I'm afraid of what I'm facing. I've gotten a lot of bad and negative advice from a lot of girls that's already married, and I've been trying to reach you for quite some time to ask you because it seems like you're the only one that has any sense. Oh, thank you. I don't 
don't wanna I don't wanna agree and, and say anything negative about any of these wives or nothing like that. I, I totally don't. So basically I would just say, um, wow, I don't even know where to start. It's just so much. Um, Just keep your head on straight and know what you want and what you expect you are going to. It sounds like you um, want to make sure your your marriage and your relationship is is first and foremost. So you're going to face some, um, some, uh, wow, what do I, how do I? Naysayers, adversity. Yeah, adversity. Yeah, I'm I'm like blanking out, you guys, because I haven't done my 60 seconds and I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to have to come up with something. Oh, come on. Right. No, but check it out, check it out. I think that you definitely have to just keep your head on straight and and you know have goals. While my husband played, I I, tr- I had other stuff going on as well. I'm, I'm there with him, 100% supporting him, but I also had my clothing line and our kids and different things. So a lot of people didn't see the the inner workings of what was going on behind the scenes, and I had to ignore a lot of stuff because I'm I'm from Seattle, and the way I grew up is <laughs> I usually would have reacted in a different way, and I feel really proud that I was able to keep my cool for all those years, but the people say in the comments that they said, at first I lashed out, and then I realized, look, I can't, you know, change these folks' minds. This is how they feel. So I just let them go on and run with it, and so you have to ignore all of that. And if you can ignore that, and I know you said you got some bad advice from some of the other women and wives, you got to look at where they're coming from and what relationship do they have. Kind of see if you can um, get any idea. Are they in a good relationship? Is their person, you know, fooling around? What where are they coming from? And then you may you may see that some of it isn't such bad advice, but more than anything, you're going to have to experience it yourself. And you can always write me. Um, you can write us at our MySpace or sales at JackieChristie.com is an email, and um, I'll try to answer you and, and guide you through as best I can and um, pick up our books. There's a lot of great advice and information and all of that in there. Um, we have No Ordinary Love, A True Story of Marriage and Basketball. And in that book, I really get in detail and in depth about the NBA and what my experience as a wife was. And also in this new book, Love Ponds, that's coming out on February 14th, it's not really about the NBA, but it is about love and respecting your relationship. I hope I answered that. I, I know I kind of went oh, all over the place. Did. That was beautiful. <laughs> I loved it. Thank you, honey. And we're going to go ahead and do 60 seconds with D&J before we go to sports. So I will let my husband do the honor. Um, oh, well, we went over this last time. <laughs> no, I, I did. I did. Um, you guys remember the last one we had to shut the show down because he just, he just came out and just it was crazy. It was raw. I loved it. And um, I think that I should let him go first this time because he's the reigning champion. Well, you know what? Sometimes I, I was talking with the whistle, and we talk about making more, okay? So this week, what? what we got for 60 seconds is overabundance. When I was sitting down this week, I said overabundance. Okay, so overabundance, everybody, will make more. The commercials come and go, the seasons change, and ho, ho, ho. But don't worry, one wee bit, because we'll make more. Your car's running a little sluggish, come on by the lot. We can make you a heck of a deal. Just trade in the one you got because we'll make more. You don't feel your wardrobe's up to par. You see them on TV and they party like a rock star. We'll stop on by the mall and shop from store to store. I'll tell you again, we'll make more. Eat all you can, then head to your local grocer on every shelf. There's evidence that it's all kosher, of course. We'll make more. Buy all you want, and if you like it, gift it away. Then come on back and see us every other day, because we'll make more. Need balls or tires, rims or bling? Can't you see that I got your back? But this is just what more will bring. Consumption, consumption, what's your gumption? If you need it, don't ask. Just bring us cold, hard cash because you know what? We'll make more. Yes. Overabundance, y'all. We'll make more. Oh, my God. That was cute. I like that. Now, you and Wizard were talking about that? Oh, that? We always talk about that. That's years of talking right there. Not, late, not lately. Oh, my God. Okay. So mine is, um, come on, wow. Come on. I, I don't even know how to, like, intro, so I'm just going to go ahead and tell you what's on my mind right now. And this is to my husband. Oh. I'm gonna 
Okay, guys, that was my 60 seconds. <laughs> She's cheating, y'all. That's no, cheating. <laughs> no, who you think won, baby? Uh, uh, come on now. Oh, uh, what God. I'm going to do with looking up and down and stuff. <laughs> You know what time it is when you hear that music. It's been a second since I heard that music. I'm just wondering, uh, do we got the whistle? Are you near, far? Where are you, whistle? I am under an umbrella like Morton Salt Girl, and I am getting it in in the rain. What it do, folks? Not a thing, man. Well, you know what? Uh, the sports is, is jumping. I, I know what's happening. NFL, as everyone's seen, the Jets go down. Indianapolis goes to the big dance whistle. Peyton Manning, four-time MVP. What do you say? What do you say? Obviously, uh, a lot of people know it right now, but he's going to go down as one of the best quarterbacks to ever play the game. Uh, he plays at a high proficient level, and it seems like they have a coaching staff and, and a professionalism level that enable them to, to make quick adjustments on the fly, and it seems like everybody's on the same page. I really admire his professionalism. No, no question about it. You know, two words that, that you used was uh, control and adjustments. And when you talk about adjustments, it started out, I thought the Jets played some fantastic defense, and then all of a sudden you can see his chambers start to click, and all of a sudden he's finding guys. And one of the big things, uh, Wizzle, that you might want to comment on that I think that people maybe miss is Joseph Adai, if he is making three, four, five yards on first down, what does that do for Peyton Manning? Well, obviously, it sets up their their schemes uh, a lot more. Uh, their their scheme is based on uncertainty, uh, and certainly when you come out and you see Peyton in the in the shotgun, your first instinct is to back up and, and prepare for a pass. But uh, hey, he can he can hand it off at that time. Uh, they take advantage of those plays, and they really rather than look for a first down, they look to score and make big plays on those type in those type of situations. So. Uh, again, it's the coaching staff, uh, the way Peyton plays, and uh, the way that the machine's running and oiled. It's, it really is impressive. Yes, uh, the New York Jets coach was quoted as some, saying that uh, sometimes when you hit the quarterback, the whole team feels it. I, I do agree with him on that one. But this Peyton Manning guy is one heck of a football player. I, you, you do, what, what do you say when someone can throw the ball? And, and control a game that way. Now, game two, Wizzle, someone else, they, they are trying to stamp their ticket. It's going on right now as we speak, the Minnesota Vikings and the New Orleans Saints. Uh, well, what do you got there for me on an update? You know, I really, really like both teams. Obviously, it's a monumental for Brett Favre to be playing right now at his age and, and at the level that he is. But right now, you got uh, you got the Saints up by a touchdown right now, and it's in the third quarter. So, uh we're going to see what happens. Obviously, this is a game that's going back and forth, and I'm sure they know what's on the line. I'm sure that they watched the first game. Uh, so, uh, again, uh, I'm going with the Saints. I know it's not popular for the Minnesota fans out there, but I just think they have an extra something when it comes to making big plays. So uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, keep keep me posted. Uh, but, obviously, if Brett Favre moves on, uh, it'll be – you know, likely that the best quarterbacks will be playing. So uh, either way, I'm excited, but I really like the Saints they're doing right now. And, uh, hey, Minnesota just made a big play. Hey, let's just keep the game on. No question about it. Minnesota, it doesn't matter really what team uh, wins. It does matter what team wins the game. But the Peyton Manning, Favre, Peyton Manning, Drew Brees, this is going to be one heck of a QB matchup because, I mean, these are all gunslingers. And it, it – to, to regress a little bit, it's kind of special to, to throw Mark Sanchez and his name out there to be, to, to be mentioned with these three guys to be one of the final fours. I thought he showed a lot of moxie this year. He, he made some mistakes, but he made some great plays. Uh, well, what do you think his future is as a quarterback for the Jets? Obviously, the Jets fans should be very, very happy with uh, their pickup in one Mark Sanchez. Uh, he has composure. Uh, he's got the, that Pac-10 uh, in, in, intangible thing that you need in terms of getting down, getting tough. He throws a nice, crisp ball, uh, and he seems smart enough, and he plays the game, and, uh, and he tries not to hurt your team. So all those things taken into consideration, I think the Jets can hold their heads high. They had a great season, and I think they got a great future in one Mark Sanchez.
Uh, no question. It probably helped that he played professional football at USC also, I might add. Thank you very much to the college ranks because USC is one heck of a team. Now, Wizzle, uh, we're going to talk a little basketball now. Now, we've seen Los Angeles Lakers and the Cleveland Cavaliers meet up two times this year, Christmas Day loss for the Lakers and the other day on the 21st, another loss. What does this say uh, about these two teams who I- I'm looking at as by far maybe the elite teams? Uh, I-, I was holding Boston there for quite some time, but with uh, injuries and things, it seems that it- it's really decimated their team. Uh, what does this say about Lakers losing two times in a row in their only matchup with the Cavs? Well, uh, obviously, uh, number one, and you have to believe this, and that obviously the-, the-, the stat line shows that Cleveland is not afraid of L.A. And uh, I'll repeat that. Cleveland is not afraid of Los Angeles. In fact, uh, it's arguable of which win was, was you know, more important or, or more impressive, I should say. Uh, the one on Christmas Day obviously was huge. You know, a bunch of people are watching. You're at home. They came there and stuck it to you. But then you come back and, 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 they, and they get the Lakers at home without Mo Williams, which is huge because we're talking about a key complementary player. And they pull the win off and. Obviously, it's a testament to, to LeBron James' game, uh, what he does in practice, how he elevates other people's belief in themselves and what they can contribute for their team. So uh, it seems that there always comes a point where the Lakers are stagnant. Uh, they, they do a lot of watching, and it seems like players question their ability, and, and they have really like one of the top lineups in the league. So uh, uh, I don't know. It's something that's got to be fixed. I think it's obviously has the – there's a huge percentage of that to do with your superstar and how he relates to the other players, gets them going earlier and whatnot. So uh, that's something to keep your eyes glued to because there's a lot of teams out there in the West that aren't afraid of the Lakers because of that very thing. No question about it. You know, one thing that might go unsaid, and we really have to take our hats off to uh, Danny Ferry, Mike Brown of the Cleveland Cavaliers, as uh, picking the, the talent pool is bringing in Shaquille O'Neal. Maybe um, Shaq isn't the young Shaquille O'Neal, but one thing that I think that you hit it on the head is they're not afraid, and they're probably not afraid also because some of the different things Shaq is able to impart to them. On top of it's a really, really good matchup because when you go man for man and when you match up against the Lakers, the other team has to have a closing superstar. If you don't, you're really not going to have too much of a chance unless you're just one heck of a team, and I'm thinking uh, maybe San Antonio Spurs, somebody like that. But LeBron James, a young superstar, right up there with Kobe Bryant, obviously not in championships yet, maybe never, because Kobe does have four, but LeBron is quickly becoming the face of the league. That is really, I think, where the the Cavs can really compete with them, is going to be the uh, Kobe-LeBron matchup, and the two times so far LeBron has come out on top. What, What do you think about that? Well, obviously that that can be huge too. But how much is that going to affect Kobe's game? You temper. Uh, you, usually, what happens is the fourth quarter when it's down for something because you don't want a guy, your superstars, to pick up you know crazy fouls on the other guy. I I, I just really believe it has everything to do with the way your superstar elevates his team in terms of. You know, patting the guy on his back, he missed a big shot, and you don't look at him funny, or 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 your body language says that you know I, I feel like I'm I'm helpless out here. You got to really elevate your teammates, uh, give them a chance to to prove themselves for you because nobody wants uh, more than to to do well and to and to shine and get their time. So uh, I think it has everything to do with the superstar and the way that he relates to his team. So with that being said, LeBron is very, very special. Uh, You can look at his talent pool he has around him. Uh, You know, it is not the most heralded amount of guys, but uh, you you put him on any other team, maybe they're not the same players, but LeBron seems to know where they are. And and, and it really helps for those guys to be in position to help themselves uh, be successful for their team. No no question about it. With all that being said, I'm still – saying the Lakers over the Cavs, if they get to the finals, the only reason being is they they have been there before, and a lot of the times when you go through something and you win it, you come back, there might be a little lackluster going on there. The Cavs are obviously more inspired just by the play. It looked like to me they were really, really playing hard. I thought this could be our our finals preview, L.A. versus Cavs. Cavs are 2-0, everybody. Uh, We'll have to keep watching this one as we go along, Wizzle. 
Uh, the Eastern and Western Conference All-Stars Wizzle were announced as far as the starters goes. Uh, I wanted to get your comment on uh, filling in the spot because I, I got some names here, and, and I wanted to see who you, who you might think definitely needs to be there, but maybe who's borderline and, and might have a chance. The starters are going to be A.I., Wade, LeBron, K.G., and Dwight Howard starting at the center. Now, a list of guys I got from the Eastern Conference, and I might miss somebody, so please jump in there, Wizzle. Steven Jackson, Jaquem Noah, Shaq, Ray Allen, Paul Pierce, Rajon Rondo, Chris Boss, Joe Johnson, Jamal Crawford, and Gerald Wallace. What do you think about the reserves, Wizzle? Isn't that something else? Uh, there's a, a very, very talented cast right there. Uh, you know, any one of those guys are very deserving uh, in terms of taking on that new all-star role. Uh, it's very deep. I, I really like what Jamal is doing down in Atlanta and, and what he's doing to help their team up uh, off the bench. You know, I mean, what can you say? You you, you can pick it. And I, I really believe bottom line is what Ray Allen had made a comment to and he alluded to earlier this week. The fan voting, and I quote, unquote, the fan voting has got to stop. <laughs> you know, you got to put it in the hands of the players and the guys who know how hard they work because it's no disrespect to, you know, some of the players that are out there, but you can't not participate and get a chance to start or even be on the team, just in my opinion. I mean, no disrespect to your ability, what you can do, but it's more meant for the guys who are out there ready to make a name and for those teams in the franchises that's ready to put a player out there and make their recruiting process and also shine the light on themselves as well. So it kind of puts a damper on the whole system. I agree with you. You know, I talked about this on uh, ESPN radio, and I, I was saying that, you know, old school, the, the players used to vote MVP, different things like that. And the one thing that's missed, not that the fans don't know basketball, they want to see who they want to see, but the one thing a lot of the times that is missed is there are players who players know, put it down every night, go out there and play, may not have that 20-point average, but – they are definitely an all-star in the eyes of their peers. And that is one thing that I really, really agree with Ray Allen. I was just saying, you know, I'm glad that someone finally said it because a lot of these guys, they are all-stars. I can't argue that you are you got the numbers and all that stuff, but there's some guys that you know that, hey, I don't want to see him when, when the jump ball starts. So uh, hopefully, we'll, maybe we'll see that they, they give the, the players a little more uh, a little more voice in the vote and get some guys in there like uh, you just said, Jamal Crawford, who has, I, I really think, has uh, risen the, the level of play down there in Atlanta. A couple buzzer beaters coming off the bench, 17 points a game. That is uh, a fantastic average. Uh, with the Western All-Stars, Steve Nash, Kobe Bryant, Melo, Tim Duncan, and Amari Stoudemire. Now, this Western group of reserves, uh, there, there's some names in here. I'm going to throw them at you, and, and you tell me what you think. Rudy Gay, Paul Gasol, Zach Randolph, Brandon Roy, Chauncey Billups, Andrew Bynum, Chris Paul, Dirk Nowitzki, Kevin Durant, Deron Williams, Chris Kamen, Aaron Brooks, LaMarcus Aldridge. Does uh, anybody stand out there? You know, there's a couple of players that stand out in my eye. I really like what Aaron Brooks has uh, been able to do in terms of his maturity. I really, really like Rudy Gay. I really like Chris Kamen. You know, in terms of development and doing the right things, uh, the guy really seems unstoppable down there in the blocks uh, in terms of Chris Kamen. Uh, he, the, the list goes on and on. I, I really, really like all of those considerations. Uh, all the players play really, really well. They really uh, represent their teams well, and they're good people. So, uh, again, another toss-up, and that's maybe an opportunity for the fans to not have a vote. Yes, we talked on the radio about Zach Randolph, and they were saying Zach Randolph and Paul Gasol, who would I put on there? And my, my vote was Paul Gasol only because he didn't have the greatest numbers. And this is what I said. Yes, Zach Randolph's numbers are 20-plus and 10-plus, and you can't argue they're doing fantastic. But my argument was – Paul Gasol was down in Memphis, same team. They made the playoffs. There was a couple years where he had fantastic numbers and didn't get on an all-star team. Now his numbers might not be as big, but do you know that the Lakers are 19-3 and when he plays? 
something has to be said for something like that. The guy knows basketball. He has a basketball mindset. And I think this is what Ray was talking about is, uh, obviously, he's a guy who probably should be on the all-star team. Oh, without a doubt. Uh, obviously, Zach has been playing huge, uh, and and Paul Gasol, like like you said, uh, has posted phenomenal numbers, and they have been overlooked. It just so happens that maybe the system, maybe it's time for a little bit of a change. I don't know because uh, hey, you got to give these new guys a chance. They play in their butts off, they work out, they do the right thing, and it seems like a reward for an All Star weekend would be uh, in their schedule. So uh, I'm curious to see what's going to happen in the future. But uh, until then, there's a lot of guys that are playing at a high level, and there's one thing that you can't question or knock is the fact that you that system actually keeps players and gets them in uh, to compete and, and, and to try and to really improve their games at the highest of levels individually they can reach. So uh, there's something to be said about that as well. Well, i got two LeBron uh, James questions for you before we ended up. First one is, if LeBron James wins an NBA title LeBron James can win an NBA title. He's uh, surrounded by a, a cast of guys who he gets to play at a high level, and he can definitely, he will definitely win one. Now, now tell me this. Uh, LeBron was quoted last year saying he was going to be in the dunk contest, but he's not in the dunk contest. What's happening with that? I'm sorry, can you repeat that? I, I said LeBron James said that last year he was going to be in the dunk contest this year, and he's not in it. What's going on? Well, that is kind of weird. Uh, I don't know why he would throw that out there. Uh, you know, maybe uh, he felt that it's more important to be out there and be focused on what he needs to be doing. I personally think that he should have got out there, and I think that there's something to that. I mean, that's what the the old-time players uh, uh, used to get get out there. You get the best guys and most athletic guys and just put on the show for the NBA. So maybe the NBA has to step in on that one. No question. I just wanted to see him run by the hoop and jump as, as high as he possibly could, maybe get like his shoulder, maybe nipple high, something like that, and throw it in. That would have been impressive for all the kids to see. Well, as always, we appreciate your insight into the world of sports. But – uh, I need an update before I let you go, man. What's happening with the game? Well, let me run out here. I got a crowd full of people eating hot wings. Uh, drinking there you beer. go. That's what I'm talking it's about. 21, 4, 54 left in the third. Uh, it looks like Chester Taylor just got a first down, and uh, Minnesota is on the move. So it is uh, Minnesota, down the third. Um, have we seen an Adrian Peterson sighting? Adrian Peterson has showed up. He has one rushing touchdown. Uh he has a couple big plays, but otherwise he's been caught in check uh, for the most part. Uh, there was a fumble miscommunication between uh, Brett Favre and Mr. Peterson, which resulted in a touchdown for the Saints. So that's oh. where we are right now. It's 21-21, and it is going down. Now, this is the scariest thing. I have to add this, Wizzle. This is the scariest thing that's going on is they are winning without there being much Adrian Peterson sightings going on, and this guy is a complete animal. Now, they were saying, and I'm talking Saints, that they were going to uh, blitz Mr. Favre. Could this be a mistake? I'm sorry, I just got to keep talking here because this was on my mind. It, could this be a mistake because of the screen pass to Adrian Peterson? All of a sudden he's trying to get tackled instead of by linebackers, he's getting tackled by DB's safety. Uh, obviously that's a matchup problem that you gotta you got to deal with because Adrian is real business. Uh, he is linebacker size, but he runs uh, as he's as agile as your uh, your safeties and some of your corners you got back there. So we're talking about a guy who has a great vision and uh, really enjoys running the ball and running people over too. So uh, that's something that's been huge. But like I say, uh, you got to keep your eyes on really what's happening. He's as physical as he is. He hasn't had a hundred yard game and. About the past eight games or so, and uh, oh. he's out there, but he's always a threat. Now, that's what the thing is. He's always a threat, and it keeps everybody honest. So that's what uh, enables uh, Brett Favre to find the other receivers and, and move down the field and do the things as they do. Now, now for everybody out there who might not have got the update, Percy Harvin is playing, and my biggest question, Wizzle, is the guy was a serious stud at Florida. I mean, he was the game-breaker, game-changer brought that strictly to the NFL right off the bat. What does he do, and is he okay uh, as far as the uh, migraine headaches go? 
Well, uh, obviously that's something that's going to be have to look at uh, later on. Uh, obviously you can talk to Terrell Davis if you guys remember him from years ago uh, playing for the, the Broncos. He went through the Super Bowl and actually was had to leave the second quarter with migraine headaches. Imagine that, ladies and gentlemen, putting on a helmet when your head is ah. throbbing in and out. So, uh, again, that's something that maybe can be dealt with, maybe not. Uh, maybe that's a, a test of his intestinal fortitude and what he's willing to give for his team. But, hey. Me personally, if an Advil or a Tylenol can't do it or a little, uh, you know, relaxation, <laughs> baby, we might have to find something else to do. No question. Now, now before I let you out of here, the 40-year-olds, uh, you know, I, I'm not there yet. I'm, I'm pushing. I'm, I'm getting there close. But Brett Favre at 40 years old, uh, g- give us insight on how significant it is what he's been able to accomplish, and not really, I guess, what he's been able to accomplish, but the level that he's been able to play at this entire year. Well, first and foremost, uh, you got to give all 40-year-olds a lot of credit for hanging out here and dealing with all the BS you do. Hey, kudos to you. Hey, we're still dealing with it. We haven't made it yet. Doug, you're almost there. I'm almost there. First of all. (laughs) He's been playing at a high level uh, ever since he's uh, stepped in the game. He is a gunslinger. Uh, he does take chance, but he does understand football. He has a great vision, and he really, really reads the game uh, well. And he, he likes to manage the game, and his management skills are uh, that of, uh, of one Peyton Manning. Uh, him playing at that level really uh, separates himself in terms of the type of athlete he is, the type of dedication he has. And, and the, how much fun, essentially, he has when he's out the game, and he, when he's in the game. And uh, also, for, for a 40-year-old to have his hair, you got to give him his credit. <laughs> no question. Now, uh, look at this. You know, people talk uh, so much about... Wizzle, are you still here with me? Still here, Bob. There you go. Well, I was going to say that Adrian Peterson has added so much to Brett Favre because they talk about the turnovers and different things like that, but he's never had a running back like that man. No, not at all. Uh, uh, Adrian Peterson has has really, really uh, learned a lot from uh, what's been happening. And uh, just from Brett, his experience, uh, the way it approaches the game, his professionalism, Everything is a uh, seem to help out. So uh, you know, uh, Adrian has been a product of of his environment, which is success. Uh, he's a hard worker, and he's around people who work hard. And uh, it seems like he's only uh, deemed to get better results. So I'm curious to what the type of future he has with his uh, with his physical ability, if you will. It seems like sometimes you got to back down and and take the other route. But uh, <laughs> this guy is a different kind of beast, and I'm curious to see what type of future he's going to have. No question. Well, as always, we appreciate your insight into the world of sports. I'm going to let you go enjoy the wings, man. Man, wings, I'm about to have me some gizzards and some hot sauce and maybe some yam fries. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, we want to thank you again for tuning in and help. Uh, next time, take care, friends. Peace. Respect. <laughs>
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.